advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am, I am Sofa King. Sofa, Sofa King. King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I, I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I, I am, am Sofa, Sofa King. King. We oh, you say funny things. Greetings. Hi. Hello. Oh, Dave, you sound, very, you sound weird. That was a very disappointing opening. <laughs> your, your voice what? sounds kind of weird. Are you sick? Um, I'm, um, yes, I'm, I'm sick. You got the Tom Hanks? Um, I don't, I have a cold or I have cold symptoms, mm-hmm. including a dry cough, but no fever. You got David 19. So you I have, do, it's the, do have it is the coronavirus, just not the right one. Yes. Or the well, there's wrong 25%, one. There's a 25% chance it's a coronavirus. Hmm. I like those odds. Sort. Yeah. Not oh, that's... the coronavirus. 25% of all colds are a coronavirus. Yeah. So I have a I, 25% chance I have a coronavirus. I don't know what the odds are that I have um, COVID-19, but I do have David-19. I'm 100% hmm. sure I got tested. Hmm. Well, I hope you don't die. And I so also you... might sound different because I'm at home. And I'm oh, not in I didn't even notice. Yeah. There's yeah. another little yeah. black fellow over here. We put a picture yeah. of the oh, place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you Coleman. can't see. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's Coleman. Coleman. The fucker snuck in. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. it. Looks pretty good though. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, his hair's a little foofier and his skin's a little mm-hmm. less orange, but mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. Some, there's some tint. Yeah, the yeah. people on live will never know. No, no, never. Are you look, we live? You look pretty presidential. We are live. Yeah. Okay. It's the tie. I think. Yeah. Oh, am I wearing my military suit? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I am sick. I've been sick for uh, going on a week. And everyone I know who has the same thing has been sick for like almost two weeks. So I know mm. I'm still going to have it. I apologize in advance if I have a coughing fit, but at least I won't infect anybody with it. I know you don't have that shit and I'm trying not to panic, but like when you said it, I was like, I think the adult fucking grown up shit is like, let's just yeah, figure yeah. out some kind of fucking internet way to do this right. today. Yeah. Right. Because, I just want to uh, get it. In, I'm about to get 4,500 bucks and get it injected into me. <laughs> what do you mean? You can get 4,500 bucks to get it to, for trials. Who's offering that? That whoever's doing the, they're trying to find the, um, you know, the vaccine, right? you know? So. And the, if shit, you'll I'll risk it. That. Yeah. That's what I heard. I, that, I that's a rumor. That. The, the 4500 bucks, but I was like, 4500 bucks? Yeah, give it to me. You'd Dude. really do that, Dave? The, the only problem is they'd quarantine If I wasn't you. sick right now, I would. That's oh, fuck yeah. Quar- if I get Wi-Fi and you're going to quarantine me, I don't have a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's not quarantine. That's a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You can't jerk off for 14 days either, though. That's fine. You're fine. Yeah. That's as long fine. as they bring me potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I don't know if that's worth it. They're like, the hey, risk. do you want a conjugal visit? You're like, no, just bring me some baked potatoes. 
because the thing is like i mean forty five hundred dollars aside like i i hope it's what i have i want to i'm serious like i hope this is it and i hope i have it and then like when america goes all batshit crazy in a week and a half and everybody's catching it it's like oh i'm i'm done yeah for sure yeah like i'm I'm waiting for that status that would be awesome yeah but i'm gonna keep hiding i I I call the gym off this week i I got i did get sick too like because there's so many sicknesses going around i had like fucking i had the shits for two days Tuesday, Wednesday. Tell yeah. me more about the consistency and yeah. color. Uh, it was it was all water. Oh. It was horrible. Mm. I had like gas pains, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, man, like I woke up like getting ready for work, like couldn't get ready for work. Like I was literally crawling on the floor, like trying to work out gas pains. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck, man. I mean, it fucking hurt. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I felt like I was trying to push out a baby, you know. And I was like, maybe I'm constipated or something. And so finally, like I shit a little bit, and then it just fucking volcano oh, the plug just, came out, oh, yeah. the plug yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah. and then i couldn't yeah and then i it, but the great thing about it was the gas pains were gone yeah because oh, right. they fucking Dude, hurt so i had a colonoscopy one time yeah and that the worst part about it was not that, that they stuck a hose up your ass it yeah. was the gas pains yeah because they pump air in you to yep. like inflate it so they can see yep and i remember it was super like i was not comfortable and but i was all on valium and it was like yeah. all the other times i had butt sex i always get drugged up first yeah but oh, when yeah, I was yeah. done, I couldn't stand straight up. Like my stomach hurt so okay, bad. Yeah, because it's air. Yeah, and yeah. I was just laying there, and it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! But it was instant relief, dude. I just took yeah. gas X. I was just laying in bed, just oh, fucking waiting, for, just farting forever. It was terrible. Yeah, it's not good. It didn't stink though. It was regular air. Yeah, just air. It mingled with my, my yeah. with my poop and my butt hmm. stuff. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Scott Tucci, one of our patrons. Oh, yeah, fucking guy. Two yeah, cheeks. Scott two like, cheeks. <laughs> that's how they call him. Yeah. That. So that's, that's why I reminded you. That's Scott two cheeks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, the first time I met him, it was over a phone call and he was sitting in bed and he was farting like that. And I remember because you had told me that story <laughs> like personally. And I was like, oh, did you just like have get, like get the colonoscopy? Did you get a colonoscopy? Because like you're doing nothing but farting. Right. Like we talked for 10 minutes and it was just like a constant. But he was like, nope, that's me. Good old two cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how he became a patron too. Yeah. That's how we met him. That's how we met him. After the farts, he talked about the show. He's like, I love podcasts. He started listening when I signed up for Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I just called him randomly. I used to, when we started the show, I would cold call people and ask them if they'd heard the show and tell them to to listen. That's how I I started talking. Thank you for using Marriott Hotels. (laughs) Have you heard the Sofa King podcast? I've totally gotten, I've had sales call and I've closed tons. I'm like, uh, GoDaddy is called. Oh, really? I've had so many GoDaddy texts that I got to listen to the podcast, like the AT&T rep. If it sounds like someone that's like young and cool, like James yeah, yeah, always yeah. looks at me like, here it comes, yeah. here it comes. He's talking to him like they're his friend. And then yeah. I'm all, Hey, do you listen to podcasts? Like check this out. And they're like, I'm totally going to check it out, bro. I'm like, That's yeah, funny. message me. I never had anyone message. Cause I was like, man, then I know that I actually yeah. closed them, yeah. but lots right. of places that have tried to call and sell me something. I've closed That's them funny. on the You've podcast. Sold them. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> it's a challenge. So another one of our patrons. I don't know her fart status is Trista, Trista Dylan. I hate to say it, I do. I do know her mm. fart status. Oh, do you? Yeah, she's, she's dealing stankies all day. Dylan yeah, stankies. Yeah. 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 Dylan stankies. Yeah. Well, okay. the one who smelt it, it, it took dealt me a it. second. Yeah, yeah, the one who smelt it dealt it. And if you're wondering, she's dealing them. Yeah. 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 If you're willing them, and she's then, dealing them. Yeah. Is that what it is? Right. Hmm. And then another what about imposter Trent? 
Oh yeah, yeah. We have just Trent, fake Trent. Yeah, it's not real drug using Trent because well, he, he's not a patron. It could be drug using. Trent. It could be like he might get so baked. <laughs> he, that he forgot his up. last name. It's me, <laughs> and I signed, signed up for Patreon. I was all confused. <laughs> it so is. A, it is the up. actual Trent. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was just on mushrooms and got on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? That's fine. I think oh, I don't know. I went total. Uh, I don't know I, I went total fucking uh, Tyler Durden, and I don't even remember it. You know. Hmm. I'm fighting with myself. Right. That's funny. It's a project. Derek and Bialy Wan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just leave myself Another. voicemails. Our final Patreon shout out for the episode is Mr. Kevin Snow. He's informer. Yeah. You guys remember him. His Kevin hit. Snow. Yeah. Oh, Snow. He had that hit. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Carrey made fun of him. He did. It only helped us. That video, that was a pretty bad, like people were praising Jim Carrey, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> it is terrible. A lot of his But it's stuff. comedy too, though. Video. Really? He 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 makes fun of them, like saying that I'm white, you know, like, oh, I'm white and everybody thinks I'm black until they see me on the, you know, the music video. Oh, you know all the it's words, kind of funny, I can tell. Yeah. I watched it. It's funny. Yeah. And he does the. Like yeah, that. That's the part <laughs> I remember. Yeah. It's time. yeah. <laughs> so if you want us to talk about your um, fart status, then you can join hmm. our Patreon. And for as little as a dollar, you get bonus episodes. Um, if you get five, you get early episodes. If you get more, you get free shit that we send you. And at any price, you are no longer a fuckface peasant. Mm. We should make threat level fart status, like a chart, <laughs> like an actual chart. It's like Amber, or we could use the people's names. I don't want to spend time on that. Like Dylan, like that's mediocre. You know what I mean? What was the yeah. other guy though? Trent. Oh, two cheeks. Two cheeks. Yeah. Two cheeks is that's threat level red for sure. On two cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's blurple. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Yep. All bad. Hey, we have a whiskey, Dave, and you actually have the whiskey remote. I do have the whiskey remote. Uh, how are we going to clink? Um, oh. You just hit just hit something, Dave. Let's just put a key against it or something. It'll be okay. Got nothing to clink. You got to get the glass. So said, st- is it still in an yeah. empty deck? Well, hold on, though. How did you get, how did he get the whiskey? <laughs> I set a briefcase on the sidewalk <laughs> that I didn't touch <laughs> after he touched it. So I put a briefcase that had a Sofa King podcast logo, a black briefcase uh-huh. out in front of the shop. Yeah. And then I got two Dagny's uh, brand new cups with lids and I labeled them with a label maker, the type of whiskey <laughs> it was and poured them in there. And then I set them on the briefcase and Dave came and got Wait, it. Wait, so you left it outside. You yeah, didn't tell I, me that. I closed the door. That's fucking, yeah, yeah. you know what? So this, this is, this is, this is funny. Like this, you just made me realize that I'm fucking up. Like I'm fucking up by not worrying about the COVID-19. Yeah. I'm fucking up. I really think we should really go overboard. Like fucking walk around in hazmat suits overboard. Yeah. If I had one, I would. I can get them. Can you? We can, can get do them. like they yeah. do in uh, all those videos coming out of China where people were like wearing T-Rex costumes and like inflatable <laughs> rubber, like party costumes that they had at the house when they went shopping just to have it. They didn't touch layer. anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I makes, want, yeah. I want the yellow one I really back think, to the future. The I really think we're fucking up. I, I think this is the beginning of something great right here. Yeah. I think it could be. So, so let's try, let's try the whiskey. Here's my, okay. you ready to cheers? Yeah. Here. Here's, yeah, my, here's my clink. Yeah, talk about it or no? There. What was that? Sounds like you've dropped a cassette tape. <laughs> I hit a pen against Vaughn's Crayola box. Oh. oh. Going for it, Dave? There we go. Which one was this? I forgot. Stolen, stolen, stolen whiskey. Aged 11 like years. Skunky weediness to it. It no, doesn't make you need a golf jacket, that's for sure. Mm-mm. It's no, good. It's not bad. Has a, it's kind of harsh. Um... No, I didn't get the skunky. It's good because it tastes yeah, like whiskey. It's good. I like the skunky, but it's good. 
Um, yeah, a little bit of skunky, a little bit of skunky. So you have the label. Man, I'm getting like prime skunky. Maybe it's because I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> oh, maybe. Let me take some coffee here. Maybe uh, COVID acts a little skunky. Because we are firm no. believers in you can't rush greatness, which is why we waited 11 long years before we pulled our whiskey out of the barrel. <laughs> Someone on the live feed thought we were making your voice up, like somehow we were generating your voice. <laughs> yeah. like, no, it sounds too real. <laughs> I can't be doing that. Why well, have they heard like other podcasts with worse, worse like Skype ins? They are impressed uh, that with our dedication, and someone's talking shit about my beard on the well, live. You know what? Always. What am I going to do? It is a ghost of a beard. They're probably a patron. Oh, do we let people in the live group? There are people wanting to get in. Oh well, you get, you got to make sure you have to verify them. Like there are people that just ask and they're not. Oh, yeah, I they're peasants. That's probably one of them. That's peasants at the beard. gate. I'd kick them out. Because you let them in? No, right. I just let anybody in. Oh, just so you know. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> the audit that shit. That's yeah. a pain in the ass. So this whiskey came from Michelle Campbell. Yes. She sent us like the deluxe mega four bottles of whiskey this week. Oh, wow. Is that how it is? Yeah, we need to find out from her because I think one, it said one bottle for each of you, but I think her intent is for it to be for the studio. I don't know if these are take-home bottles. Well, I mean. And then one for her, which. Anything we get to the studio stays in the studio. I understand the one for her, unless she just shows up. (laughs) Except all the whiskey that Brian drank. That didn't stay in the studio. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Still mad about that. (laughs) It's a little bottle. Yeah, exactly. It's why you don't pick that one when there's a ton yeah, of yeah. other ones. There's yeah. a giant. There's giant bottles, and you pick the littlest one. I forgot what it was now. Fucker. Yeah, all that shit. I, I remember what it was. It. Do you? Yeah. What was it? Was it? The Westward. Oh, it was Westward. <laughs> you fucking do remember. <laughs> <laughs> what if he? What if he brought you? What if he brought you a brand new bottle, uh, all the way from Oregon, and he handed it to you? I'd be happy with that. <laughs> That's all. I Thanks, Brian. Him. If you're listening, I can or Derek, him. if you're listening, you can tell Brian. Thanks. That's how you get forgiven. Yeah. You, can hand you, can ship it. you don't have to come down. Yeah, that's okay. true. I'm oh, good there you that. go. Well, that's yeah. way better. Because I'll fit. see Brian in yeah. the future at some point. Yeah, that's fine. I'll drive. shake his hand. If he doesn't die. Yeah. If he doesn't die. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Oof. Taking that back. <laughs> <laughs> this is real that was talk. fucked up, bro. That's real talk right now. That's <laughs> fucked up. That was, that's your friend. I know. <laughs> oh. After that, I don't even know if I could be mad at him anymore. He should be mad at oh, you. Really? Oh, there you go. I took you one for the team. I took one for the, the anger. No, nah, right. I'm, st- I'm still mad at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have a uh, hot sack winner. Yes. Uh, and this one comes from Reddit. Uh, it's a user S-Crates757. Uh, they have a venison patty on some toasted uh, deluxe Texas buns, it looks like, or something. Trying to get, bread. Those, trying to get those prions. Uh, they get the, uh, the black, of course. I mean, that's everybody features the black. Um, so apparently, bad. apparently the, uh, he posted that he listened, uh, to part of an episode and heard about a Uh, he subscribed and couldn't remember the podcast name. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. So then, so then he searched, um, podcast hot sauce and found his way back to our podcast. That's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive that we got him in a part of an episode. He only yeah. listened to part of an episode, yeah, yeah. and he bought a bottle of Elucateco. Yeah. I hope he you're subscribed, listening. but couldn't remember yeah. the podcast and then searched yeah, Teco, did you hear that? Sauce. If you look up podcast hot sauce, the road leads yeah. to us, just yes. so you know, Teco. So you're welcome. Apparently, that's what we're known for. And we can close them in half an episode. That's impressive. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, uh, S Crates 757. Uh, Frankie Pigeons tries to get a hold of you. Uh, please 
accept their request. Yeah, and, and if you want uh, follow questions. at Frankie Pigeons across all social media. Um, he's got social media across the board and, and he's sharing um, posts. So if you guys post swag or techo or any of that stuff, he's getting on there and resharing those posts so you can get some extra love and maybe get some uh, some more, more notoriety. You can you can ride our fa- famous coattails or half ass famous coattails. Nice. Also, King of Flavor since 1960. Yeah, I was I was at work and one of the guys that I work with listens to the show. And uh, he was like, who's, he's like, who's Frankie Pigeons? And I was like, oh, that's, that's our, you know, that's the person that contacts you. Official correspondence. Yeah. uh, I was like, that's the person that contacts you if you won stuff, you know? And he was like, he's like, oh, uh, they're friend requesting me. I was like, oh, no, it's good. Go ahead. You know? And he's like, okay. I was like, did you win something? He's like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I had a guy checking a computer. And we went through the whole thing like, oh, here's a computer. And then it confused me at the end because he said my neighbor said his friend had a good podcast. So I checked it out and I really liked it, but I didn't make the connection that it was our podcast. And Uh I was like, oh, what's the name of the podcast? And then it just like threw the conversation off. It was just awkward after that because he's like, it's your podcast. I was like, oh, our podcast. Oh, cool. (laughs) And then I was like, "Uh, so you listen. And I was like, "Uh, your SSD, I need to do this thing. I was like, I couldn't turn computer check-in brain off because I wasn't prepared for him to say he listened to the show. Uh Yeah. I'll make it better when he comes back to pick up the computer. Mm, there yes. you go. You're going to suck it's, him off. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Raymond, yeah. Raymond, you heard that. I'm committed to do? it. Yeah. Your, your drive is fixed for the record, but I was busy studying and dealing with COVIDs today. Yeah. You can pick it up tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's ready to go. So hopefully S crates is a, uh, a, a Patreon and they might be watching live right now. Probably not. No. I suspect they're a fuck face peasant. That will actually Raymond is, he won't hear this. Raymond is? Yeah, he won't hear it until it's too late. Uh, He'll have picked up his computer and got a shot Uh, After he fucked eight dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Hmm. He's a bear. He's on top for sure. Is he? Yeah, he's a large man. Big beard. Some of those guys like it, like to be bottom. On the bottom, yeah. Yeah. He climbed that mountain. sensual in bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he climbed the mountain. Climbed the mountain, light some candles. Come here, gay buddy. Climb me. (laughs) Okay, stop that right now. (laughs) Was that turning you on? I'm going to have to adjust my pants. (laughs) Don't you use that voice with me. Yeah. Most most uh, gay people I know do refer to their lover as gay buddy in the middle of sex. <laughs> <laughs> we are gay buddy. I almost was believing you right now, Dave. I was like, yeah, that's funny. Oh, wait, he's making fun of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how a straight guy describes it, you know? Yeah, yeah, gay that's buddy. how a straight guy yeah. yeah, describes gay sex. Come here, gay buddy. Yeah. <sighs> and he's suddenly Lego Batman as well. Yes. Lego Batman. What's his name? Will Arnett. Hi, yeah. I'm Will Arnett on the Sofa King podcast. All right. The 15, it's 18. We're headed towards the funny 20. All right. Yeah, we are. What are we doing? So our topic today is the Lonnie Zamora UFO case. And I suspect, so is, I, I suspect our, our research should be really good today because you've been quarantined. Dave. Mm-hmm. I have been quarantined. Yeah. So. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say our research is good. Our, okay. All right. All right. So it's just a normal episode. Normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, don't. So this takes place in Socorro, New Mexico, April 24th of 1964. Um, it's one of, I hadn't actually ever heard of it, even with all of my UFO dabblings that I've done. So I was kind of surprised to hear that this one really sort of stands out as, as, one of the the best documented ufo reports very thoroughly researched lots of eyewitnesses even though only one person saw the the main event um but uh the u.s army 
the U.S. Air Force, the FBI, the police, the media, everyone investigated this thing creepily quickly. Like that was like as I was reading it, it was kind of eerie because it was like this cop calls in this UFO sighting and within two hours, the FBI was on the scene. That might oh, make fuck. you think like it's real because like, well, wait, what? Well, that's not us. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, the thing yeah. is, they're in a small town. They're in Socorro, New Mexico. There aren't two FBI agents. It's not like they were in town. It's not like it was. In, right. Yeah. I mean, they it took them two hours to get there. Like they found out about it and immediately went to this place hmm. and the air force was there uh, shortly thereafter. So, I mean, like they something... got re- ready, like a firefighter, like they're fucking putting their pants on and headed towards yeah. the fucking car. Yeah. And they even slid down the, the FBI pole, but the <laughs> cop Lonnie Zamora even said in one of the, one of the blurbs that I read about it, that um, he would, they, it wasn't irregular for them to get UFO calls sort of being in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico. And that a lot of them, he always assumed were things coming out of white sands, like government test vehicles and stuff like that. So UFO sightings are very common, and but they don't send out fucking G-men and the air force every time something gets called in. So that was a weird detail that no one seemed to really touch on is how quickly everyone rushed to investigate this one. That makes me think that it's more valid. I, I really feel like that means like the CIA, the FBI, everyone's like, oh, we don't know what the fuck this is. Like someone get over there and find out what the fuck just happened. Right. Yeah. Because it right. wasn't us. They might think, oh, it's Russia or something, you know? Yeah. Right. Somebody and it's it's the 60s. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So and, uh, Project Blue Book got involved, uh, all sorts of stuff. So the the sighting. So he's uh, he's a sergeant in the Socorro Police Department um, or Sheriff's Department. I don't know who gives a shit. Like Sheriff. Sheriff, yeah. I'm guessing sheriff because it sounds like a county middle of nowhere kind of a proposition. Um, so the and if you're not in America, which I didn't realize until recently, you might not know that there are differences to us. We have like city police and we have sheriffs that watch the county, but mm, the sheriffs yeah. usually don't watch the city, and then the city mm. doesn't watch the county. Yeah, that's true. What do they have? They have bobbies, and then we have highway patrol that patrols the whole state. Just right. And they have state right. troopers. Yeah. And we have so we state have, troopers. Yeah. yeah. We have multiple, multiple arms of, yeah. of uh, police. But and we so, have high school police that just patrol the high school. <clears throat> That's true. So April 24th, 1964, about quarter to 6 PM. Um, he, he was apparently chasing a speeding car full of rowdy teenagers. Um, and all of a sudden he heard a huge roar and saw a pillar of flame in the sky that he thought was a half a mile or so away. So he breaks off chase um, to the rowdy teens because he thinks like you do the dynamite shed blew up. Of course. Oh yeah. 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 The old Duke boys are all fuck. Yeah. Dynamite shed. I gotta go get it. (laughs) Right. So who has a dynamite shed? Was it a she dynamite shed? A she shed. Yeah. Was a she dynamite shed? (laughs) But the funny thing is, this whole thing happened over by the dynamite shed, because at one point, the dynamite shed comes back up again. So, um, yeah, I just, whose dynamite shed is it? And why do you keep all the dynamite stacked? I feel like you should not have a shed full of dynamite. You should have dynamite boxes. I I feel like this, I feel like this place is like a mining town. You know what I mean? So that might, that might explain a dynamite shed. I just don't like the term shed. I don't think you should have that quantity of dynamite in one place is what I'm saying. It should Even be like, if you do, it's like, it's a, it's a 
bunker. It's a dynamite storage facility, not a fucking shed. I don't know that a bunker full of dynamite does any good. I think it just throws concrete instead of shed. Well, it might maybe, be better to maybe have it, shed. Maybe it's an actual shed. Maybe it's just like He's a saying 10 like, by 10. It should be contained is what Dave's saying. It shouldn't be a shed. Yeah, but like this, a is fucking tough shed. this is the 60s. This is the 60s. They sprayed yeah. my grandpa with Agent Orange. You know what I mean? <laughs> like true. Someone was talking about it's, Agent Blue the other day. I was like, what the fuck is that? They're like, uh, oh, it's as bad as Agent Orange. You just never heard about Agent Blue. I was like, what huh. the fuck? Huh. We, we got to look yeah, that one up. You got damn right. I never heard of it. Um, so he says, um, that, uh, he, the flame wasn't really what concerned him as much as the roaring. And he sounds, he's a very strange guy. So he's wearing, he's wearing two pairs of glasses. He's got his regular glasses and then he's wearing sunglasses on top of his glasses. Oh yeah. Um, all regular, that's a requirement. Yeah. 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 Um, in interviews later on with uh, Project Blue Book investigators, he said that it was a funnel-shaped bluish-orange flame, um, and he explained that there might have been a bunch of dust at the bottom of the flame cone. It's like a, it's like a flame NATO. I just wonder though. I have reservation yeah, exactly. with the the method of propulsion. Like, why do you need a fucking blast to get airborne and then silently float away at seven hundred miles an yeah, hour? Well, yeah, that's a weird one. Well, well, yeah. well, you don't. You clearly don't understand UFO technology. Then again, right. a plane is loud as fuck when you're taking mm-hmm. off. You know what I mean? And then you get going, and it's like kind of a hum. Uh, it's still loud. Yeah. So he's, he says that the, that the thing that was odd is that it wasn't a blast or an explosion, but it was a long roar that went from high frequency to low frequency and lasted about 10 seconds. That um, sounds about like a rocket. Mm, I don't know. It sounds a little weird. It sounds a little high digital. frequency to low frequency. That sounds about right. Maybe like the rumble to the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, watch out for my rocket impression there. I thought you had gas. I can't see you. I can't see you, so I thought you flew off. <laughs> I put an airbag in his seat. We're gonna have to patch yeah. the ceiling. When you get back, Dave, we'll have the ceiling all patched up. Right. I, I did hit my head. <laughs> he says that there was no one else around except for the, the hoodlums he was chasing, but he says that there would have been um a hill blocking their viewpoint, so he doesn't think they would have seen the flame. Um and he finds a really steep hill that he knows if he's on this hill, he'll be able to see the dynamite shed and wherever that flame was. So he, uh, and a couple of articles said that they, they use the term struggled or like fought to get his car up the hill. So it's probably steep as fuck. And he's driving his cop car up this hill. Apparently it took him a couple of tries to get the car up there. Um, and then I'm, I'm, Again, no one really elaborated on that too much. But then when other cops show up, it talks about the fact that they all parked and then walked up the hill. So the other cops were probably like, Jesus Christ, why'd you drive your car up there? Yeah, he's got an old um, fucking Lincoln town car looking, you know, yeah. Dukes of Hazzard cop car. Boss yeah. hog. Yeah, exactly. So he gets up on the hill and um, he walks away from the car a couple of feet. And this is when he sees the alleged UFO. Um, although at the time it's a UGO. Oh, they hadn't come out with that yet? An unidentified grounded object. Like when he sees it, it's not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So he sees a shiny object that he says was to the south um, about 150 to 200 yards. And there's a lot of quotes from him out there because they're all in the the Project Blue Book reports that at some point got uh, cleared through Freedom of Information Act. 
Um, and a lot of it is also in the police reports that he himself filed. So a lot of this is documented by the Air Force and the, the police department. And at first, um, he like he doesn't know what it is. Like I think like your first impression is when he looked at it, he thought it was a car like up on end, like it had like a car had flipped, but was like still balanced on its trunk or on the fucking yeah, front bumper so, or something weird. So he's on a tall hill. And then he said that this thing is in an arroyo, which is like a, a washout gully. So he's really got eyes on it because it's below ground level anyway. And he's at the top of a steep ass hill. So I suspect if you were at ground level, you probably wouldn't see this thing um, since it's down in this ditch. Basically. Right. Um, so, yeah, he said he said it looked like an overturned white car or a radiator sitting on a trunk. Which what I don't that understand mean? that description. Like oh, a um, like a trunk, like a briefcase trunk, like a closed trunk, probably. Right? Or did he mean it was like upright on the radiator or to setting on the trunk or something? You know what I mean? Like is the car up on end? Because the drawings that he made in the description of it are more it's like an it's like an oval shaped silver it looks, thing. Like it I don't looks understand like a, it's like a Mr. Potato Head with spider legs. It's egg it's an egg <laughs> with legs. <laughs> right. So there's two people standing uh, close to it. Um, and he says that one of them saw him and like moved like he was like, oh shit. Like he was like surprised right. that someone saw him because no one should be seeing him. Fleber, like, Fleber, our yeah. samples, get them in quick. That's what and happened. Said, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, he said that it was like aluminum. It was whitish against the Mesa background, but not chrome. It was shaped like the letter O. Um, hmm. So he. Um, so not so much an egg, an oval, I guess, not an egg. Yeah, kind of an oval. Yeah. Um, it's egg-shaped. Like, all the pictures that, that are drawn of it and stuff, it looks like yeah, yeah, they do look egg-shaped. And it had a logo on it, though, is what's crazy. Yeah, it had a logo, yeah. Which might not be a logo. There's an arrow pointing up with, like, a, a little dome drawn over the top of it. Like, well, it could just be this end is up. I think, yeah, when you drive around in an O, that, that you need a reminder. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Fleber, you put it upside down again? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, so he sees a, only a brief look at the two people. He says that they were in white coveralls and he said, quote, I don't recall nothing. I rec I don't recall nothing, any particular shape or possibly any hats or headgear. These persons appeared normal in shape, but possibly they were small adults or large kids. I think they were filming a beastie boys video. I'm pretty Maybe. sure that's what it was. Yeah. So they're small, which if you're like in alien believer you're like oh they're gray aliens and they were small and if you're like a hardcore like test pilot you're probably going to be pretty small because you have to fit yeah. in small cockpits right so e either one would would work there so um he drives his car uh, closer to the scene but still up on top of the the um hill and he gets out of his car and drops his radio like, I don't know if this guy's like totally shaken and freaked out or if he's just the clumsiest fucking weird nerd wearing two pairs of glasses, dropping his microphone like fucking. I think, if you, I think if you think you really see a UFO. Yeah, man, he's fucking in a scramble. Fucking freaked out. Because he yeah. like he bangs his shin on the fucking car and drops his walkie-talkie and all kinds of yeah. shit. I watched reenactments. Obviously, his that glasses wasn't it. Fall off. Both of his glasses yeah. fall off. Like I'm I'm picturing like a like a Don Knotts. Right. Like, klutz, you know. I heard, his, I heard his dick came or out. He, I mean, he could have been drunk, too. That's no. true. Yeah. Um, so he, a, a quote from his, um, 
in uh, I think the blue book uh, accounts says when I first saw the object, when I thought it might be a car, I saw what appeared to be four legs of some uh, four legs of some type from the object to the ground. At the time, I didn't pay much attention to what it was. I thought it was an accident. I saw the two persons. I didn't pay any attention to the four legs. The four legs were at the bottom of the object, stunted outwards to the ground. The object might have been about three and a half feet from the ground at the time. I just glanced at it. Um, I feel like I feel like alien technology is not going to have legs. You know what I mean, that sounds like. Uh, I mean, these are '60s aliens. Yeah, but you know '60s I mean? aliens would have a lunar module. It really you know, looks like, what I'm saying, like, like all of the pictures that are sh- like reenactment pictures obviously they look like an old tv with the leg stands you right. know what i mean like or an old table with the with the legs how mid-century modern yeah, leg, yeah 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 like literally but think 60s. about the lunar lander like if that was some prototype of a lunar lander it kind of looks like that it has the four legs it's yeah. kind of like yeah. short and stout yeah. you know it's more angular you know but mm-hmm. maybe there was a model that was more rounded or something at some point and one one website that i saw um and i don't have it in my notes but there was a woman who basically her i think he she heard his account or she had seen it or something and then like years later when the moon landing happened and she saw the thing she like looked at her son and said that's that thing that lenny was talking about yeah see yeah i mean that's all these all these things are i mean Damn. I don't remember them ever having a good like I don't I don't remember seeing good video of the lunar module flying around under control. I remember seeing a bunch of them where they fucking bail out and it blows up and crashes and they parachute mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, I don't remember them hovering around because if we had something like that, we'd have it now. You know how they like just gracefully. I mean, there's different gravity and whatnot, yeah. and maybe they accounted for that. But that's pretty impressive that they accounted for all the math and gravity to be able to control that on a moon environment that they had never visited. Well, it's, at, it's in a Hollywood there. studio. Well, that's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, it well, was, but it would probably, maybe it's easier to pull off in a lunar environment because there's so much less gravity. Right. In Hollywood or thrust in order to, to land it. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot of, not a lot of gravity in Hollywood yeah. and ropes and pulleys yeah. always help. So hoist. So hoist. Zamora goes on and says he hardly turned around from car when heard. Ro- I'm guessing this is the police report because it's written very police reporty. Hardly turned around from car when heard roar was not exactly a blast. Very loud roar at that. Um, at that close was real loud. He's, why like, is he yeah, writing he just, like he's Kevin from the office? <laughs> That's I what I said. Was he drunk? It's a police report. I think it's just like <laughs> jotting down the facts. Yeah. No need no. extra words when talk yeah. short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jane in danger. Lenny save. Yeah. yeah. Um, not like a jet knows what jet sounds like. Started low frequency quickly, then roar rose in frequency, higher tone and in loudness from loud to very loud. <laughs> At same time as roar saw flame, flame <laughs> under the object. Object was starting to go straight up, slowly up. Object slowly rose straight up. Flame was light blue and at bottom was sort of orange color. From this angle saw the side of object, not end as first noted. Difficult to describe flame. Maybe he was Thought Japanese. Roar. It might blow up. I think he's flame. Apache. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He's Blackfoot. Flame might have come from underside of object at middle. Probably a four feet area. Very rough guess. Cannot describe flame except blue and orange. No smoke. Dust in the immediate area. You sound like the Correlation Sensation podcast. A friend yeah. of mine does. Sitting They bull. talk like that on there. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. 
What the is whole, that? The whole podcast is done like that in some like cling, Klingon voice. I don't know. It's not everybody. It's not for everybody. It's supposed to be though. Yeah, they do the whole thing that way. That's impressive. <laughs> and they talk that about very funny, complex though. clinical medical crazy things all in that style of of reading. More efficient. Yeah. So basically, he he parks his car. He heads over there to get a closer look. The he drops his radio on the way out of the car. He gets over there. He sees this orange blue flame again that he saw in the first place kick up. And he's again, he says, it's not, I didn't see smoke. I just saw dust, which is weird. That was what he saw the first time. That was what he saw this time. And this is something that other eyewitnesses report is that they see flame and they see dust, which is a weird, like you think you'd be explaining fire and smoke, but there was fire and dust, which is like weird. It's a- plasma discharge or something weird it's something we don't understand it's not combustion Um, right something um and it makes a big weird roar well because the other thing is and he says this it isn't an aircraft like i know that sound that's not what this sound is if it was combustion too there would be residue of some sort left over they would have found like jet fuel yeah Yeah. nothing they didn't find any of that no what jet sound like (laughs) exactly not sound he runs behind his car trying to, to get to basically he's trying to get to the other side of the hill for cover because at this point he's freaking out. He hits the rear fender, drops both pairs of his glasses don't, and uh, runs northwards away from the object. Um, and then he goes in again and the object rises up out of the gully up up over his head in the hill. <laughs> and he says oval in shape, smooth, no windows or doors, noted red lettering of some type. Insignia was two and a half and about two foot wide, I guess. Was in middle of object. Object still like aluminum white. Someone <laughs> someone knocked over his teepee. This guy's making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> so he sees it take off. Um it rises up, he says, um, about twenty to twenty-five feet. Um he covered his face and hid for about six seconds, he guesses. Um, and then when he looked at it again, he saw that it was, uh, level with the car and directly over, it was still directly over the place that it rose from, but it was level with the car on the top of the hill. Um, he kept saying that he wasn't afraid of the flame. He was afraid of the roar, which is really weird. Um, and at this point the roar cuts off. So he looks up and he sees the object just floating there with no fire or anything. He says that it goes in a straight line. Um, uh, it clears the dynamite shack by about three feet. Um, the shack is about eight feet tall. Um, it's traveling super fast and then it goes up and immediately travels across the country. And based on the description that he saw and that other eyewitnesses saw of it, um, the Air Force estimated that it was at its top speed going something like 720 miles an hour. That's pretty quick. And the, the Air Force was, I mean, even the Air Force said, we have no idea what this is. We have nothing in our arsenal that can go that fast with no obvious sign of propulsion, no sound, doesn't have wings. You know, it doesn't have a, a, a rotor like even, Why so even, loud taking off though? It's so funny. Like that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of turbine buildup or yeah, it has I to. Mean, they got to start the mercury yeah. engine. Their their anti yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Like I also honestly I wondered like is it a pathogen countermeasure? What do you mean? Like we're about to land on this dirty ass planet. Oh, scare the natives away. 
to just give it a quick fucking plasma gout, kill all the germs right uh, under it. Yeah. Oh, get out of the thing, walk around, and then as we're leaving, hit it another gout so none of our germs walk around, and then we fly off. So it's an alien flamethrower. I like how he, he yeah. was scared of the the sound though. It's like I mean, the military does have non lethal fucking sound weapons that just incite well, if panic. Well, you never heard I mean? anything that's like like an earthquake. It yeah. sounds like a fucking roaring train. Well, if a fucking like through. if an F fifteen just fucking keyed up next to you, you'd probably hit the yeah, fucking it's loud. deck, dude. Yeah. You'd be like, and, oh shit! I mean, a lot of things right. are loud, and and you can feel sound. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, there could be vibration, like. Um, yeah, you can get, you can die from a fucking the concussion from an explosion for sure. Like yeah. it'll just fucking kill you. Yeah, it just right. fucking wrecks your organs. Yeah, so. so the sound could have been vibrating him, like making him. <laughs> Every cell know, in his body yeah. was at some new frequency. And yeah, his brain was yeah. like, "Oh fuck, get behind a car." Yeah. So get he away from the egg. Car. He gets his glasses, but he leaves his sunglasses on the ground. Um, he gets on the car and he radios the the. Sheriff's Department radio operator, Nep Lopez. Oh, um, Nep. Good old Nep. He says, look out the window to see if you can see an object. Um, and Nep said, what is it? And he said, it looks like a balloon. And then um, apparently he looked out the window and says that he didn't see anything. But then Zamora realized I probably should have told him like what direction to look out of. <laughs> Get out and just look out the window. It's like, no, it was the other, it was the other way. Um, so, uh, he ends up, um, saying that while he was still on the horn with him, it, uh, gets small in the distance. It clears box Canyon or six mile Canyon mountain. It disappeared as it went over the mountain. It had no flame whatsoever. Um, and it was traveling low over the ground and no smoke or noise. So, I watched. An, I saw an interview with a, a kid that was 13 at the gas station. Overheard, like a, a family had been driving down the highway and it, like almost fucking like buzzed their fucking car. Yeah, I saw. I saw the family, and the guy uh, still remembers it clearly because there weren't any witnesses. Like I think they still don't know who that family was, to my knowledge. At least it didn't seem like I it. But the, they were yeah. just at the gas station. The kid happened to be at when he was 13 and the guy was like, your aircraft sure do fly real low around here. About took the top of my car off. And yeah. like, I guess it buzzed his fucking car. It's like at 700 miles an hour. I wouldn't have been like your aircraft. Like you don't think that's a crop duster. That's not a fucking helicopter. Yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck was balloon. that? You'd be like, what the right. fuck was right. that? Roadrunner yeah. and coyote with an Acme fucking rocket on his back. Like, what yeah, is that? Told, they told this to the gas station operator whose name is fantastic. That's his actual name. Fantastic Johnson. No, it's better than fantastic. <laughs> his name is Opal Grinder. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Opal. Wow. Great. That's like an old lady name, but Grinder. His wife, Opal. Agnes. Opal Grinder. Um, that's a black, said, uh, that's a black gay uh, meetup app. Opal, Opal Grinder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 if you're gay and you want to meet black dudes, that's how you do it. Download Opal that's Grinder. Are hey, Opal's get, white though? Give me one of those big footballs. I never got to have one. So I figured out what they are. Okay. They're cherry sours with extra sour. Okay. I stand by my word. Give me one. So I'm, I'm not being keto. I've been bad. Got to put Michelle Campbell's balls in my mouth. Mm-hmm. They're tasty. See, yeah, but this, this guy, um, Opal Grinder, says that it was a family of five from Colorado. That, uh, that They were on a vacation and they were just passing through the area. So no one really knows who they are. Could have been fucking anybody. Um, so... Sergeant M.S. Chavez gets to the hill where uh, Zamora is um, and 
because he was the nearest person in the area. He comes up and apparently he said that Zamora looked freaked out, like told him he looked really pale and he was sweating and asked him if he was okay. Cause at this point he doesn't even know what's going on. Um, and he asks, uh, Zamora asked Chavez if he saw anything and Chavez says no, which is weird because later accounts, he says that he did see something, but that he didn't want to put it in any official accounts because he didn't want to sound like a crazy person. Right. <laughs> Smart um, man. He's like, I'm hungry. My wife made meatloaf. I just want to get home on time. I'm not trying to deal with paperwork. Yeah. I didn't see shit. Okay, fine. I saw a fiery egg in the sky. Yeah. yeah you happy? <laughs> um, so he um, says that, and then uh, Zamora tells him exactly what it was, what he saw, and he adds extra details. And he said that from that once he was out of the car, when he dropped all his shit and pulled a Mr. Furley and got klutzy that he heard um, two or three loud thumps. Like it sounded, he said it sounded like someone hammering or slamming a door or several doors hard hmm. down at the craft. So wh- whatever those people were, he heard a bunch of thumps right there that reminded him of a hammer or a door or a hatch closing, which is probably exactly what it was. Yeah. Maybe um, it was, maybe it was a four door egg. Yeah. Or maybe they um, clink, they clink ding before they take off. Cause they, yeah. they or it was the yeah. legs going up. If there's four legs, right. They, there they, only three thumbs. Oh, three thumbs. Well, one of them yeah. wasn't working right. There you go. Didn't go all the um, way in. So multiple policemen get there soon after to investigate. Um, they, uh, Everyone, including Chavez, notices that the brush in the Arroyo is on fire and smoking. So something, you know, they can all confirm. We didn't something see anything. Was there. All yeah. this shit is on fire. Um, and all of them saw the indentations in the ground that they said were deep enough to, like, upset the earth. So you saw fresh earth underneath and that they were um, they were fresh. So something was there that pulled up the earth like fresh enough that the earth still looked wet by the time they got there and everything was on fire, which again is a weird detail because it it seems like if that big fire gout blew out and hit the ground, that those marks wouldn't seem like fresh, wet. Yeah, it would have dusted over it. Right. So whatever that fire was doing, it wasn't shooting down I, I watched or, uh no. I watched a couple of little mini docs and they said that there were lots of pictures taken but they all got uh collected uh by whatever government agency and said hey we're going to develop these and after review them we'll, we'll return them to you uh but then obviously no one got their fucking pictures back they said that they were damaged by radiation or something but then there was a woman that uh was watching like unsolved mysteries cuz I think that's the one I saw it on and uh she saw um, the story and she was like holy shit I was there when I was like fucking eight or whatever that we have hmm. footage of that somewhere and she dug through some box and they had some eight millimeter fucking uh, camera footage some fucking Zapruder film um, mm-hmm. of the whole site with smoldering bushes the depressions and everything so I think if you look on YouTube it, when you look this case up one of the results was an Unsolved Mysteries episode and I believe mm-hmm. that's where I saw it was and it's it's the first part because Unsolved Mysteries is always like four different stories or something but in the first part I think that's where I saw it. Um, they show actual video footage of the site and like the little girl running around. So you can sort of see the depressions. You definitely see blackened bushes um, where it's all burned up. And that's not, that's not too surprising because when he called this in over the radio and explained everything to the police department, um, the, I mean, it was the police band. So people heard it and 
immediately the media picked up on it and people were heading to exactly where the investigation was because people heard it on the police band and word got out. So people like that family were immediately there right. walking around along with the fucking the G-men and the Air Force. Yeah, they're like, hey, it's Johnson's Briar Patch. Everybody head over there, man. There's nothing going on. You know? <laughs> no, it's over by the the dynamite shack. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Head on um, over to the dynamite shack. I'm going to open a little fucking shake shack. The the burger burger shack. fries and, and shakes. It's called the dynamite shack. Yeah. You got a giant egg. No, dynamite shed top. for. Oh, shed. shed. Mm, I like uh, shack. Yeah. yeah. I like shack. I changed my mind. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> um, so the other group that investigated was uh, NICAP, which is the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomenon. Um, and they sent a guy named Ray Stanford um, who wrote pretty much like the main book that was written about the account was written by him because he was an investigator on the ground and he worked for NICAP. So again, like within the day, the Air Force, the Army, the FBI, Project Blue Book, and NICAP are all descending on this scene. So something was legit enough that made all of these people go here. Because like yeah. I said, UFO hmm. reports were called in all the time because of the White Sands test range. And so... And some people are trying to say it's a hoax. I don't think you're fooling all those agencies um, to leave it to something unknown or inconclusive. Like, like they would have found out like, oh, some motherfucker had a balloon. Yeah. Or no, this is rocket fuel. The test. They, yeah. You know, exactly. they, took, they took soil to right. test. Yeah. They would have known that there was you know. like fucking nitrites and or nitrates yeah. or some shit in the soil. They would have yeah. figured it out. Little metal fucking spheres. They did say. And specifically mentioned in the Blue Book report that there is no there. There is no chemical evidence of any known propellant in the soil. And there was also like a letter from either Blue Book or CIA or something that was like, hey, this talking about Zamora. And they were like, this guy fucking saw something and he seems credible. Yeah. Um, he's a police officer. He knows what aircrafts look like. Like they, he absolutely saw something. So, you know, that even in like their their internal reports, they weren't like, oh, fuck, that was a close one. They almost saw our egg machine. Yeah. You know, they were still saying, like, I don't know what the fuck he saw. Yeah. Like he saw something. And Jay Allen Hynek, who we've talked about before, because he was one of the high ups in Project Blue Book. He was an astron an astrologer, an astronomer, an astronomer. Yeah, he was an astronomer who got recruited by Project Blue Book, and he was one of the main investigators, the top people in Blue Book. And he was the one who went and did this investigation. And he said mm -hmm. the number of uh, of pre media eyewitnesses, the evidence on scene, and the character profile of Zamora, the fact that he was, there was no, like the entire community said he was like the most honest guy you've ever met, upstanding, pillar of the church, etc. Hynek refers to this case as the Rosetta Stone of UFO investigations because he says it's such a perfect UFO case. Which is kind of wild because most people hear about Roswell. Like you think, yeah. oh, Roswell's a, that's that's the one. And you know, I I had seen this before, but that's because I watch fucking like every ancient aliens that fucking comes out, and I watch this kind of shit, so I've come across it. But the average person, I bet, has never fucking heard of this. I, I've never heard yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And no, it's I supposed haven't. to be the best documented case and the Rosetta Stone of UFO cases. Yeah, which is wild. So within hours, it was in the news. People were there. Reporters were there. The associate within days. People from the Associated Press and the United Press International were there. Um, <clears throat> members of the of a group called APRO, which was a civilian UFO group, 
um, were there uh, within a couple of days and it took two days for the project blue book people to show up as well. It took two days for the NICAP people to show up and send that guy, Ray Stanford. Um, but again, one of the reasons they think it's credible is because before anything was before he reported this to the police station, there were a number of people in the area that reported things that corroborated parts of his story. So different in, independent witnesses, a bunch of people saw, um, let me see, there were two tourists who were approaching Socorro in their car less than a mile from the landing site, and they saw um, yoga they flame. Saw the weird yoga flame, <laughs> and they also described the fact that it was a weird blue-orange flame surrounded by dust. Yeah, well, The dust thing so keeps coming weird, up, yeah. Weird, weird detail, but that was a detail that they included as well. Um, well, and, and that would be like if something was thrusting down you know, helicopter or, you know, rocket propulsion. Right. But it wasn't disturbed because like Dave said, the depressions would have been dusted over. Like maybe it's something more like a blur of vision, like some, you know, artifact of a plasma discharge makes like a weird haze. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Flame as we know it. Yeah. I mean, so it puts a haze around. There's an aura of sorts that distorts your vision. And the best thing you could relate it to is like, Oh, I can't quite see because it looks dusty. The other thing is too, like, Like I wonder like, you know, all these agencies went out, you know, they, I'm sure that they questioned, you know, the, the, uh, what is it? The white sands. Yeah. White sands. Who, who was, a lot of people, they responded. Yeah. Yeah. So you would think maybe that they would have some sort of top secret thing to where it's like, nobody has the clearance and they just did something. Right. And they're like, FBI is like, Hey, did you guys do something? They're like, Nope. nope. Us. That's true. You know, and they don't have to say anything. You know, they're just, they're just like, no, nope, what us? I don't know. We don't know. And so they're like, oh, fuck. Secret. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck. Like something happened then because it wasn't them, even but though. The weird thing is, though, that Blue Book would have known that then. And Blue Book's official report was, we don't know what the fuck this was. Well, maybe Blue Book I mean, doesn't forth. They're not forthcoming with everything. Maybe they're like, oh, yeah, so they let a little bit out to let you feel like, you know. Yeah, maybe they released. That's their alibi. Yeah, it was like let a little out, like deny some shit or pretend like you're giving up some information to kind of be your alibi. So another witness, a guy called the uh, television station in Albuquerque at 530, which was about 15 minutes before Zamora saw what he saw. And he said that he saw an oval object at low altitude traveling slowly towards uh, Socorro. um, And another uh, radio uh, interviewer had a phone call at about the same time that said the same thing. Hmm. So two people before the cop called it in or before anything, people at a TV station and a radio station reported that at five 30, someone called in and said there was a weird oval shaped object in the sky, which they just ignored and hung up on them. But again, that's like really strong evidence in UFO land because that was pre like well, and then you had actually somebody see it. There was, you know, I mean, if it was a, if it was a hoax, it was a, a well-orchestrated one because they like, sure. okay, you call it five. I'll say I saw it at six. I mean, you, you could do that. Well, and I don't, yeah. And, I, and even yeah, yeah, like, sure. n- even not hoax land, you know, like if you're, you know, you're, like I said, it's the, it's this top secret or above top secret fucking thing that they're doing. 
I just still you think know. that you wouldn't have fooled the CIA or the FBI, all these people, because even if you were out there with a blowtorch and like burned up all the fucking bushes and dug some little divots and measured it out, there would be footprints from where you walked around and did that. No, no, shit. no, no, no I'm saying that's that's hoax. That's bushes. hoax. Yeah. I'm just saying if they had some sort of above top secret right. fucking craft that nobody knows about, not the CIA, not the fucking president, right. not, you know what I mean? Like nobody fucking knows. And they went out there and they were testing. And they get these reports in and they're like, yeah, let them come. Yeah, we don't have anything now. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, right. that, that would be, I mean, that's an option. You know what I mean? That that absolutely positively could have happened. Will Smith I, I probably knows. Yeah, Will you know, Smith definitely Independence knows. Day and yeah. Men in Black. He's yeah. got like double And what's the, what's the zombie one he was in? The Last Man on Earth? The yeah. Fucking, I don't know if that helps. Have you seen, uh, you saw Bright, yeah? No, I haven't. That, I that's haven't. a fucking weird ass movie. Just, yeah, it's hard to get me to watch Will Smith movies. It was surprisingly good. Like yeah, even like good. Bad Boys, the new one coming out. Oh well, that's not surprising. You don't want to watch that. But no. Bright's good. Yeah, I don't know. It's somehow weird. Like there's just orcs working on for LAPD and shit. You're like, what? The I fuck? did <laughs> before before I came here. I like was resting on the couch and I was like, oh, I'll just turn TV on, put on HBO. Westworld was on, and I started watching like the first. Have you seen Westworld? Um, I watched some of it. I could I couldn't do it. Man. I think I'm almost done with the first season. Okay. Yeah. So I started and then I won't ruin it or anything, but like I started watching it and I was like, oh fuck. Like I missed a whole lot. Like shit's gotten crazy. Like right. I was like, I have know. problems. I start picking shit apart. And yeah. I just couldn't do it. Oh, I have a movie for you, Brent. I have a movie. If you oh, haven't seen it. it, you have to watch it. Okay. Because I feel like you would hate it. Oh fuck. But nice. I think you have to watch the, the Hobbs and Shaw movie, the Jason Statham and the rock. Oh, did I watch the it? I, yeah, yeah. No, did we you? talked about it because the the t the toe hitch thing where they like all shoot their oh, fucking yeah, rope yeah, yeah, into yeah. the other one. And well, I on. hadn't seen it though. I just saw uh, it last night. Yeah, no, I and, talked shit about it for and a fucking while. the motorcycles. That yes. fucking oh my god, it was, yeah. It was it yeah it was Jason Statham's <laughs> wet dream. Like yeah. there was just unrealism around. No, what are you talking about? He's from Snatch. They were just already on their fucking. They were already with those fucking gaffling hook or grappling hook fucking crazy. That was things. the Rocks family. Well, that, those they're, are some. They they're those always ready. Case. Okay, I guess yeah, you got to be ready. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was like, I, yeah, man, I, Brent, like that I was like, Brent has to watch this movie. I was like, this is fantastic. Oh, when they're in the when they're in the uh, the UTV and they fucking flip off the building and do the the barrel roll across the building from building to I building. Was, I probably couldn't see because I was rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All I could see was the ceiling. Is there any reason to watch it if you've watched none of the other movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an action movie for sure. Well, I didn't know if it would make any sense if you've seen nope. none of the. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It, um. You, if you want to eat a shit sandwich, someone doesn't have to fart in your mouth a week ago. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. Okay. It's all. You know. <laughs> There's no prerequisite for shit oh, like that. Man. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. No. And that's self-contained. It's 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 good enough to watch. Those big itself. footballs are fucking good. Yeah. I told you they're cherry. It tastes sours. like they should be bubble gum or something. Like you think it's like, but then it goes away like candy, and you feel yeah. like you, you shouldn't have swallowed gum. Yeah. And you need to eat another one. Yeah. You got to keep eating Those them. Bastards. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't catch the flavor though the first time. It but changed. Then, I don't think the second one was the same. Maybe, maybe not, because I thought I got a grape one too, but I did get a cherry one. Yeah. Yeah. So other uh, accounts that happened. Um, one cop that was, or sheriff that was in the area um, said that hundreds of people on the south side of town, um, when he was driving through, like throughout the day, everyone was flagging him down, like in that evening. And saying, what was that? Did you, did you hear that noise? And like he says that by his estimate, hundreds of people heard uh, the roar that he described. A lot of them said that they heard it twice. Um, uh, hmm. the, well, I would say with that, I mean, 
with hundreds of people hearing the sound, a few people seeing the egg fly mm-hmm. towards the area that, that was spotted, and then an actual guy that was a policeman or a sheriff seeing the object take off. Like, yeah, that's th- a pretty fucking solid, like... Three you know. people called the like I said people had called the radio station and yeah 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 that's what I'm saying they they saw it flying to you know right. wherever it was going so but that's a pretty fucking the police department before Zamora did also and said they saw a big gout of yoga flame um, with dust so, yeah the the flame nato that's yeah, what I call they saw it the yeah. flame nato as well um, yeah that's a pretty fucking solid like that that's a lot of witnesses yeah. maybe not they didn't see the entire thing. But they each got a piece of what was happening. Right. It's a lot like of people. Heine, like Heineck said, all of the all of the physical evidence and the witnesses combined make Zamora's story. It just corroborates all the elements of Zamora's story, except for the people. Like that's the only thing that no one else saw or can confirm. But yeah. the crap itself, yeah. the the weird flame, the roaring noise, the dust, like every yeah. other element except for the people were seen. It's corroborated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they should make a movie out of this and like, uh, but like a, a comedy off of it. So it's like Stifler from fucking American pie and some fucking, you know, fucking what's his name? Dax Shepard, <laughs> like are in some lab as janitors or something. And they get access to that machine and accidentally go back in time to the sixties, but they have to stop and take a piss. <laughs> so they're just getting out to uh, take a yeah. piss and it sets out this whole thing and creates po- project blue book. And so they create their own destiny. Like the, the place that they work at wouldn't have even existed. Had they not been janitors, gotten to the machine, yeah, went back, took a piss in the desert. The fucking cop catches them. I think, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even stoned. I'm not even stoned right now. Dude. And they and they were high. You guys like that, they, yeah. they were freaking out because there was a cop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the it's cop was man. freaking out because the there's a cop coming, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that'd be a good movie. But then another funny. good detail would be if their parents were the rowdy teens that Zamora was actually. Oh, yeah. You just went yeah, back yeah. to the future with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or it was that. Like things got real fucked up. They had to travel back again. Like Zamora. Uh, Oh, because actually, originally, yeah, originally they got arrested for speeding and it fucked up their whole thing or something. And that's why they're janitors because they didn't get their college degree. They got kicked out of school. That comes out at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like you don't know that until the very end. The twist comes out why they actually went back. Yeah. They said it straight because they ended up being janitors when they're supposed to be scientists that actually work at the facility. Yeah. They're like super smart. They're they're mixing their own chemicals like for the janitors. I hope someone's writing this down. This is gold. Yeah. Yeah. That actually would be good if you if you did it right. You have Michael Bay direct it. No, I mean, too much. Yeah, I mean, he could do it. He could do a Flamenado. I'm already not going to watch it. <laughs> no, why? Too I much. Michael Bay. Oh, stop it. Stop it. That was you didn't like Transformers? They're awful. You didn't watch Transformers with Jamie Foxx? I, I watched it. Jamie Foxx? Yeah. What was Jamie Foxx and Transformers? Not black Jamie Foxx. Oh, Megan Foxx. Megan Foxx, yeah. You yeah, said yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie, Megan, same difference. <laughs> I was all trying to fucking Django Optimus Prime. I couldn't I, figure it out. They're both hot. Yeah. Like that, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. yeah. Um, I mean, Jamie Foxx Jamie Fox could serenade you. And he was Django. Yeah. I might sure. do him first because he doesn't have those thumbs that Megan Foxx has. <laughs> What's wrong with her thumbs? Google her thumbs on your phone right oh, now. You'd no. be like, what the fuck is wrong with her thumbs? You've never seen it? No. It's real weird. She's got big toes on her hands. Yeah, I know. She has big toes. I'm just spreading the hate. I'm spreading the hate. She's got big toe thumbs. Megan Fox thumbs. (laughs) This has to be a a fake. I'm a dick. Fake news. Here it comes. Uh, He's going to see it. 
No, dude. She has really weird thumbs. Oh, they're like, they got smashed <laughs> when she was a baby. <laughs> oh, when she was just still a little Play-Doh our, baby, they got the smashed. The headline on this picture, are toe thumbs normal? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> Told you. What are toe thumbs and are they normal? Oh, man. It, it might legitimately be like a deformity or something. You know what though? Like that's what's funny about like like somebody that's like a beautiful model or something like, and then they have this like that's their thing. weird thing. Yeah. The rest of them are hiding under their feet. I, I had a cleft palate, so I had a deformity. So it's like yeah. my token. What's that it's, movie? It's like a black they're... person saying black shit. I I can say shit about people with deformities. Yeah, is it she's out of my league or whatever? Where she has like a webbed toe or something like mm. that, and she's like it sounds like some shallow house shit. Yeah. She's like, I have a deformity, and it's like a webbed toe or something like that. Something that's hidden. Did Dave die? Is he still there? Dave died. Okay. So the the evening of the encounter, um, an army captain um, who was the senior officer at White Sands, there were higher ranking officials, but they had gone home for the weekend. So army captain. His last name is Planet for the record. Captain Planet. Yeah. Um, So Captain Planet and FBI agent Arthur Barnes um, came to interview Zamora. in all the the stuff, the FBI kept asking the police and the Air Force to leave them out of their reports. Hmm. That seemed to be a common thread here. Yeah. So the FBI just kept saying, leave our presence at the scene quiet. Don't mention that we were here. Which is fucking weird. I guess it's like it works because right then... People will remember it, but in history over time, it would be forgotten. You would hope, you know what I mean? But obviously someone is fucking feeding that down the, you know, the the information chain over the years. Like we know it now. It didn't get recorded. How did it get to us? Right. Or they were just like, someone was like, fuck off. You're an FBI agent and you're on my investigation. Right. I'm not going to fucking lie to my superiors and say you weren't here. You know, in fact, I'm going to put in the report that you asked me to not put you in the report. So go fuck yourself. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so the Zamora in the interview with those two said that he thought that, um, it was a craft from white sands and captain planet, uh, said it wasn't, there's no object that we possess that can compare to that. Um, which of course could be a full on fucking lie. That's yeah. And that's one of the things I was saying, you know, like they're not just going to let out in the open, especially if it's some sort of crazy craft. But I guess now though, it's 2020, this 1964, like you would have known what the crazy egg shaped. Well, I don't know how many crafts have there been that we don't know about. For sure. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the other thing. Like they don't really like, Oh, it didn't really work out. We just, did away with that fucking whatever it was. The funding stopped for it because it didn't do what we wanted it to do. It's the unknown knowns. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it definitely, you know, very well could have been some sort of project. They did away with it. No information on it's came out, you know, and that's why. And so this still looks like a fucking UFO case. Right. You know? And I think the, so the, I think this was in the book that the guy from NICAP wrote years later he interviewed uh, Captain Planet from White Sands um, a little bit later, and the captain said that the strange thing to him, he said the whole thing was strange, but he said the thing that really kind of punctuated it for him 
was that a colonel from the Joint Chiefs of Staff called him that night and insisted that he give him a, a report over a scrambled line of what he saw in Socorro. Hmm. So the Joint Chiefs of Staff from Washington, D.C. called the guy from White Sands, said, call me back on a scrambled line and tell me what you just saw. Hmm. And he I think said, they're worried, entire, they're, they're worried about an international threat. Like, my entire career at White Sands, I've never, I've never had someone from the Joint Chiefs need to call me and ask me something. I think the white egg screams Russian. You know what I mean? Or German, leftover weird Argentinian Nazis. Yeah, because it's know. like the Glock. It's like the Bell. Sort I don't, of know, I don't see. Of I don't see Germans riding in an egg. Mm, you know what I mean? That, they that, had that Volkswagens Bell. and Mercedes. Arfik Nugan on it. They, yeah, they. They. I don't know. The Volkswagen Beetle's not not uneggish. Think about uh, it. I mean, it's bubbly, but it's not egg. Mm. I see the I see the Russians in an egg. I don't know why. I can see the Russians in an egg. Yeah, I can see the Russians in Dave's ass. Yeah, thirty-seven times Russian in. Yeah. Thirty-eight. Yeah. Oh, I'm always trying to He's expanding. You're always cutting me one short. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just trying to get you to to admit it. If I cut you one short, you brag about your record. Yeah, <laughs> I've got evidence. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, this is when. So the next day is when the blue book shows up. Alan Hynek. Um, I'm and, like, I saw Dave's dick. It's four inches. He's like five inches. So uh, it's that. It's that kind of argument. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whatever you say, Dave. Thirty. <laughs> oh, sorry, now. I was wrong. Five inches, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just lost in my notes here. Mm. I'm lost in your eyes. Mm. Can't even oh, wow. see you. To, I can't yeah, cross town. Um. So when I think Heineck sound- showed up and interviewed Zamora. <laughs> Um, he even concluded that he said that it took a long time as a Project Blue Book Air Force guy to get Zamora to talk to him because for some reason Zamora was very anti Air Force. Like he would talk to the FBI, he would talk to the other cops, he would talk to the reporters. But when it came to the Air Force, for some reason, he didn't really want to talk about what he saw and he had to really warm him up in order to get uh, information out of him. He's Air Force racist. He is Air Force racist. Um, but then, so the, again, the evidence was the, the indentations in the ground. A lot of people saw that the burnt bushes. A lot of people saw that some people claim that they saw a little triangle of uh, sand that had been fused into glass. Um, that's a, that's called vitrification when it gets so hot, the, the sand turns into glass. There's some weird stuff like that in India where they're like, the only thing that could have done this would be like a nuclear explosion. Like why is there all these fucking melted like stones and brick and sand? Um, because it takes such high temperatures to do it. They can't explain it. Yeah. But it's not like this would have to be a lightning storm on a fucking scale of like craziness. Like the whole fucking United States got hit with lightning at once kind of stuff. Hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So some kind of high temperature, whatever that thing was, be it not combustion or whatever, it was high temperature because it melted the sand. So I just found a, I just found live uh, video footage of the two figures. They were at the craft. I just put them in the uh, Scaletra fan group. (laughs) Posted the video. So if you're interested now, if you're watching live, go check that out. So the once it got uh, released to the public. There was a report prepared for the CIA by Project Blue Book's director, Major Hector Quintanella. And in that report to the CIA, it said, quote, there is no doubt that Lonnie Zamora saw an object which left quite an impression on him. 
There is also no question about Zamora's reliability. He's a serious police officer, a pillar of his church, and a man well-versed in recognizing airborne vehicles in this area. He is puzzled by what he saw, and frankly, so are we. This is the best documented case on record, and still we have been unable, in spite of a thorough investigation, to find the vehicle or other stimulus that scared Zamora to the point of panic. Other stimulus? That's a strange term to use. Well, that motherfucker was on drugs. Yeah. 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 It's other I mean, stimulus. Stimulus or stimulant? Either That's one. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the skeptics end up thinking the one skeptic came out and said that it was um, students. Um, the most in-depth one was that it was college students from like uh, New Mexico tech, basically um, the, well, the first, the guy said it was ball lightning and uh. then that guy shot down by all of the evidence and all of the everything. So that guy dug deeper and said, okay, it wasn't ball lightning. It was a prank done by college students. Um, There's no yeah, way they, they tricked the CIA and FBI and freaking captain planet right. and everybody. Right. Yeah. Like, nah. One, one group said that Zamora was part of like a Scooby-Doo esque scheme to drum up uh, tourism to the city that the mayor owned the land where the dynamite shed was on and that the whole thing was an elaborate hoax so that people would come to the city to walk around and look for where the UFO is. But everybody's like, that's not in Zamora's character. He, he wouldn't like, we right. don't think he'd gone along with that. Um, maybe they offered him $4,500. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the skeptical inquirer said that there was a letter written by a Nobel prize winning chemist named Linus Pauling to a guy named Sterling, great name, Sterling Colgate, who was a Jesus physicist Christ. and the president of New Mexico tech and, uh, Sterling letter, Colgate's a, it's a toothbrush brand or a toothpaste brand. If you have a lot of fillings in your teeth, yeah, you have to use that one. Yeah. Sterling Colgate whitening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, the Nobel, chemist said that um he knew which students put on the hoax hmm. oh in this one oh. letter. but again, well that's pretty impressive then that hoax would be impressive as fuck like to, to to make this thing fly away at speeds that no one can figure out how it worked in the 60s yeah i don't think so yeah maybe someone be. like maybe someone like started a rumor and claimed that they're pulling it off sure, sure. you know what i mean yeah, that's some October sky like rocket times. Like students at that point would be didn't even couldn't even have a model rocket. You know what I mean? Right. There was, that was when we were trying to land on the moon. There wasn't rocketry and shit yet. That was top level stuff to even have a rocket. But if any students yeah. in the nation would have had a rocket, it would have been rock. It would have been engineers and chemists at yeah. A and it wasn't a rocket. It was a fucking egg. Yeah. But there's no way to think about it. They couldn't have some prop down there. Even if it was like a cutout, it would have to be three-dimensional, full-size prop. It's not going to disappear. There's no footprints. Like, he didn't, they didn't make a noise. He hid behind his car. They folded up the egg and fucking rolled it away and got away somehow. And like, oh, it's gone. No, he saw it fly away, you know? Put your hoax in a ditch in the middle of nowhere where no one is and no one could see it unless they got up on some crazy steep hill. Yeah. Well, there could have been the, the, the bait car, the car speeding could have baited him and they sped past the sheriff when he's parked, yeah. you know, like, Hey, follow me kind of thing. But still, um, there's no guarantee that he's going to flying pull away at 700 miles right. an hour and other people seeing it and the collaboration. It ain't calls. easy to make a flaming NATO either. No, no, it's hard to do. Guy Fury can do it. 
It's, it's, well, it's, it's, it's this yeah. is hair shaping. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls his nachos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Flame nados. Yeah. So that's the Zamora UFO case. Uh, again, you, you know, you can rule the whole thing out as a bunch of bullshit, but I tend to agree that if all of those people did make those reports at the time that they claim they made them before the police call went in, before anything was picked up by the media, that's always what I look at in this case has a whole lot of that. And the fact that, that every, every agency jumped on it immediately in an area where there were constant UFO sightings because of white sands and nothing was like, you just ignore all of it because it's some shit from white sands. But then this one happens and everyone's like, Oh fuck. What now? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like Brad said, maybe it's something above top secret because the legitimacy for me was the fact that all of the major fucking players showed up and were like, we don't know what this is. And yeah. then we got released documents later that were like, obviously showing that they didn't know what it was. Yeah. Like even their private in, in-house documentation was saying they don't know what the shit is. You right. know, but like you said, there could easily be an above top secret thing, even above Project Blue Book, maybe. You know what I mean? They might, yeah. they could do something like that to start that to legitimize the super top secret one. So yeah. those guys feel like, oh, that's the group. Well, at that time, at that time, too you don't want the other countries you know you're you're the people you're trying to beat right you know knowing what technologies you have you know right. um or it was fucking aliens true there's you know that. what i mean like there's there's the you know it was real and <coughs> and you know the the chance of having some sort of fucking firestorm with undisturbed dirt and no uh you know flammable no chemical, items yeah. no chemicals found that would right. be you know present on the ground that would start a fire. Uh, that's kind of weird. I think the problem know? is too, that is there's no other sighting that you can compare it to where anything was ever wearing like white coveralls. No one ever said they saw some Oompa Loompas from the chocolate factory mm-hmm. and a fucking egg with yeah. legs. Because that's what I picture. You yeah. know what I mean? You I see think, like... I think you just solved it. Next crime. It was the, the next. Yeah. Next. Yeah, and I mean, great glass Wonka Vader, dude. That's what it was. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. There's so many oh, different. That was Charlie, <laughs> the Wonka Vader. Charlie and Willie in the Wonka. What year was the timing's right? It's close. Yeah, it very. That's true. But you know they giant fudge NATO. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. All of the sightings have been like you look at like fire in the sky. Look at this one, you know, the, the Phoenix, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously they're all different times too, but I guess it's like, we have different models of cars. We have, True. we have boats and we have cars right. and we have planes and there could be, you know, like there could be different even thousand species, you know what I mean? Who knows? Across. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, look at us. We're, we're one planet and we send China goes to the moon. Russia tries to go to the moon. You know, we go to the moon, like all these different nations are going places in space, right. let alone different species. You yeah. know what I mean? So each species, each planet could have their own. Yeah, whatever nobody you know? knows yeah, yeah a japanese fucking jet fighter versus a korean jet fighter we might just be so one. far behind technology wise like aliens are just this is just a pass-through for vacationing yeah you know what i mean like it's like it's like uh the catalina islands and they stop here you know get a little view they were looking see for, what's going on peyote yeah and then they and then they take off and you know and continue on their you know their path wherever they're going literally just taking a piss yeah could have been. It's like Earth, you know, third stop. We're going to stop at Earth, you know. It's like gas station, mm-hmm. you know. Right. We just need some oxygen and bio source. Whatever. Yeah, whatever the fuck they're looking for. We have a we have a great, you know, great amount of iron in the Earth, you know. That's what they're looking for. Fucking mercury or whatever the fuck, you know. So they land in these spots. Who knows? That, that'd, be, that'd be a weird uh, 
scenario. That's all we got on the UFO, Dave. All right. So social media winner for episode 462, Nostradamus or Nostradamus, depending on how you say it. Uh, Stone Cold Beave Austin um, at SC Beave Austin on, uh, on tw- I like that one on Twitter uh, is going to win a T-shirt for re- retweeting our clip. Uh, so Frankie Pigeons is going to hit you up once again. If you're not following Frankie Pigeons on Twitter, um, Instagram, I think it might be different on Twitter, but across most social media, it's Frankie Pigeons. I think it might yeah. be the Frankie pigeons or something on Twitter, but you'll find it. Look for it. Yeah. Um, I'll post it just to make sure. But, um, that person is reposting, um, a lot of the social media posts that are, that you guys are posting. Some of the stories are getting reshared. So there's so much stuff comes out. I try to look for it. I've been trying to reshare stuff and stories like that. Um, but that's going to help because that's another set of eyes on social media so that we don't miss stuff that people are posting and showing love for us and showing love for Teco. So we're going to try to put a lot of that stuff up and, and, uh, focus Mm -hmm. on that one account or those couple of accounts Mm -hmm. so that people get some, some more exposure and credit. And engagement. Um, so um, also, uh, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Oh, you know, we forgot Podbelly shit. Um, mm. We are part of the Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts like podcasts we listen to and Breakers Podcast. Um, also, there's a bunch of podcasts just on the directory um, that aren't in the network. I think there's, I don't know, it's upwards of 70 different podcasts on there, all kinds of different genres. Um, if you're looking to learn how to podcast, there's all kinds of information on uh, what type of microphones to buy, um, what kind of equipment do you need, what programs do you use, um, how to publish your your podcast, how to get hosting, um, all those things that are uh, daunting in the beginning when you're trying to start a show is condensed into one area. So you can just go to podbelly.com, click on learn and check it out. Um, so go over there. There's also merch. If you go to podbelly.com forward slash shop, there's a bunch of cute, you know, pig stuff on uh, cell phones, hoodies, hats, beanies, you name it. Go over to podbelly.com forward slash merch. Also, so thank you to Ellie Cateco Hot Sauce. That's our primary sponsor. Um, you can get them at most major grocery stores. Um, I get them in the bottom of a cabinet at the shop because we got a fuck ton of bottles and every week i send some of those bottles out and t-shirts and swag Mm -hmm. um, and what we call the hot sack so we post on social media we ask for you guys to interact um, and show us how you techoed um, for the last week what you made a meal you know sometimes we do selfies sometimes we do what threat level nicholas cage is your butt right now after eating techo we try to make it fun we appreciate your guys uh chiming in and posting on there and we try to reward you for that so um if you guys can please show us as much love on social media for things like that it really does help us um like if you're not able to do patreon you're not able to buy merch you can definitely share or comment or or chime in on Mm -hmm. social media because it's just as helpful all that stuff adds up and it helps um, promote us it might help someone one of your friends find our show Mm -hmm. um, or find el yucateco or something that they didn't didn't even Mm -hmm. know existed so um also thank you to print dirt cheap you're going to print dirt cheap.com um they're going to be giving away a 50 dollar gift gift card good for stickers or whatever printed thing if you want to make a giant peel and stick um blue yeti balls for your wall um it's fifty dollars it's fifty dollars towards a hundred dollar project i don't know what you got going on but um if you go to printdirtcheap.com and use code sofaking podcast you can save some money um Go check them out. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, you go to jimmydstees.com. He sells t-shirts. He makes t-shirts. If you need them made, if you have a business or a band or a podcast, he can make stuff for you. He does an amazing job. Um, he just made some new uh, Patreon shirts for us. We've got a new design out. Um, it's on its way to us. So if, uh, if you're in that level, um, you will be receiving that shirt. If you sign up for that level, um, you'll be receiving that shirt. So um, go check out our Instagram and our Facebook. We posted pictures of that on there. Don't shy away from the level. What's the level? It's That's the $40, $40 level. $40 level yeah. or above. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. we're not shying away from it. Yes. Thank you to all those. Is that it? No, Dave was about to say something. Oh, say? Dave. He oh, said, hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. In the scruffy tone look voice, Dave said, yeah. hell yeah. What do you got, Brad? Uh, we have uh, the Skull Member of the Month. Oh. Is, Who is it? I don't remember. I'm having trouble remembering. Very forgetful face. Very punchable face. You know who it is. I can see it. It's punchable. I want to punch him right in the face. <laughs> you really do know, though, yeah? Lauren Robinson. That's right. Lauren Robinson. There it is. So uh, she did She did um, make it past all the dick jokes. Yeah. She got uh, Dave she sick, made, actually, though, as a fucking she did. fucked up thing. Yeah, right. she did. Yeah. That's why he's home today. She did, yeah. yeah she's, a, she's a spreader of diseases, which <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense the way she gets around, you know what I mean? And she did it from a distance. Apparently, she sent yeah, him yeah. some. She no. sent some dirty panties in a box, and yeah. we didn't know. Huge clip. Yeah, three thousand miles. There was a <laughs> three thousand mile clip. <laughs> it's like a really long Vienna sausage. Yeah, <laughs> but we opened the box. It landed on Dave's leg. Yeah. Brad and I jumped back. Yeah. Next thing you know, Dave's got David nineteen. He's got David he's got, nineteen. He's got the Paps yep. Blue Ribbon virus. Yeah. He's, he's home recording yeah. remotely because it's David well, nineteen and HPV. Yes, yeah. <laughs> HPV. It's a combo. Yeah. It's combo. Yeah, combo virus. It's the way she yeah, rolls. A B A B up down left right. <laughs> oh, she got the contravirus. The contravirus. <laughs> <laughs> up up down down left right left right. B A select start for two players there or just go. start for one. There you go. Yeah. The if you're playing Metroid, it's Justin Bailey. Yeah, yeah. So, People know. Uh, thank you, Lauren, uh, Skull Member of the Month. Uh, also, if you're on uh, Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. The uh, hot sack winner for this week was uh, user S Crate seven fifty seven. So um, off of Reddit, posting a beautiful meal with some Oikotego hot sauce. It is so. blowing up. I'm trying to be more active over there. Yeah. I go, so. look, I haven't really interacted. I'm afraid I'm going to get kicked out or something of my own group. I, I always get banned and like uh. kicked out of groups. Like I ask one question, I'm muted for 72 hours. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I was just a question. I looked at yeah. the fucking rules. Did your mom like my dick last night? Everyone yeah, gets mad. I looked at, I look at the yeah. rules and then it's like, and then I post questions and it's like banned. And I'm like, what? You couldn't Why? look at it. You're not allowed to look at the rules before. I you guess. Questions. Jesus so, Christ. That's the rule you broke. Looking so, at the rules. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, go to Sofa King Podcast on those platforms. And also, like Brent said, just share, uh, like, comment, follow, you know, every all the above. And, and uh, we're giving out T-shirts. We're giving out all kinds of stuff. So uh, just for, you know, being active uh, in the community, not sexually active, just active on social media. Yeah, we give away um, four or five prizes a week. So, yep. and you know, on top yep. of Patreon stuff, shipping out yep. fucking tons of shit. Like so many. Thank you so much to all the patrons that have stepped yep. up. Um, that we're at our highest for like sure. uh, patronage for yeah, sure. It's going up at this yeah, point. People have awesome. been really stepping up. Really appreciate that. Um, Instagram. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sophie King, Brent, and Sophie King, Dave. Also check out uh, Jimmy D's teas as mentioned. Oh, you can take underscore hot sauce. Uh, check out uh, Podbelly, and uh, who else? Sofa King part, part, <laughs> part cast, part cast, Sofa King podcast, art unofficial for some uh, comic art of our, each of our shows. Um, and that's pretty much it. Go to patreon.com black slash Sofa King podcast. And for just a dollar, as we mentioned before, you get the bonus episodes and uh, you're no longer a fuck face peasant. So you can actually look your family in, in the, the eyes. eyes and be an honest person. And you, sh- right. if you ever get to meet Brad, you'll be able to shake his hand. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when we go to Denver, um, and you it's go to the, shake my hand, it will say, "Don't touch me, peasant." On it, I really so hope you get that. I'm going to. Yeah, that's I just got to awesome. get some time. Yeah. So, actually, you could probably go this week. Yeah. Might do it. And if if you guys are live, we're going to be right back. Or if you live in Bakersfield, hit me up if you're a tattoo artist. And we well, I got a guy. Up. I don't okay, know how yeah. much it'll be, but I got. I know, but it's yeah. just real quick. He can do it here while we're doing a show. 
Oh, that would be fucking kind of cool. Sunday. Yeah. Brad gets the live tattoo. Be, yeah. So that'd be cool. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it. Suffer King Podcast 2020 playlist on Spotify. And remember, don't be retarded.